This episode is brought to you by Get Out Pass Colorado. Each pass comes with free entry to over 45 venues all across the state, many of which include iconic Colorado destinations like Elitch Gardens, Waterworld, and Monarch Mountain Resort. The one-time yearly fee also means statewide access to amazing venues like indoor rock climbing, bowling, trampoline parks, yoga, and everything in between. Seriously, it's awesome. We love our Get Out Passes because they give us access to all of the activities at least once and some even multiple times per year. It's the ultimate bundle of savings for all your family adventures. The pass costs about $150 a year, but with our special promo code, ColoradoLife40, you can get it for less than $110. That's a $40 savings. Just go to getoutpass.com Colorado and use your exclusive code ColoradoLife40 to save $40 instantly. Did you know that there's a big debate on how to pronounce Colorado? Some newcomers say Colorado, like avocado, including our governor. But the locals and people who are born here, like me and my friends, we say Colorado, because it's rad. My name is Ryan, a born and raised Colorado native. And I'm Carrie, a Texas transplant and a Colorado newbie. And this is the Hashtag Colorado Life Podcast, where we help newcomers and natives explore like a local. Together, we're a married couple living along the Front Range in Colorado. In this episode, we're talking about Manitou Springs, which is a fun little town right in our backyard in Colorado Springs. So where is Manitou Springs exactly, and how far is it from Colorado Springs? Manitou Springs is a little town about six miles west outside of Colorado Springs. It has about the same elevation as here, even though it's at the base of the mountains. And it has a ton of history, and there's a lot to do nearby. The town has like a really historic Old West feel, with many buildings and houses still standing from the early 1900s. But it's also known as a 1960s hippies haven, which gives it a spiritual artsy feel. A very unique and interesting blend. It's really cute. I mean, when you say 1960s hippie haven, that's exactly what it feels like when you walk there. And it's a really cool experience. When my parents moved here in the 70s, they would go to Manitou in their hippie glory. And they would (laughs) see all the hippies there. And and a lot of people, they just moved there because it was known as like a really great place to, I don't know how to say this, be a hippie. Yeah. And... Well, it's a slower lifestyle. It's super laid back. We've even gone through tours of some of the homes that are in that area, and they are totally 70s. Yeah. And, and even prior to that, because that's the town's been there a long time. Yeah. So the town's really known uh, to have a lot of small mom-and-pop shops, lots of restaurants, pubs, and parks. It really offers a lot to do in a really small area, and because it's in such a small area, it's super easy to walk around. So everywhere you go, it's just by on foot. You don't really drive at all. The only places you really drive are when you go up into the mountain, because you definitely need, like, four-wheel drive usually. It's very steep. I mean, the houses are in the side of the mountain. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the downtown area is super walkable. And it has a really kind of booming tourist season from summer to around Christmas time. Um, But it's not so overrun that you feel really crammed in there. But we love to go in the off-season. Oh yeah, we love to go anytime. It's really cute. So um, Manitou Springs, as you mentioned, has a lot of history and it feels very historic. Even when you're driving into the town from Colorado Springs, there is this 
really cool cog railway train that is um, out of commission, of course, but it sits right there and it's just like, it gives you a really good feel of how historic it is. And we're going to talk more about that, but I want to know like that more of the history of Manitou Springs because it's really interesting. So the Ute Indians, which were the natives to this area, um, they've been coming to the surrounding areas and Manitou Springs for generations for the benefits of the natural springs and their healing properties that they have there. Is that why it's called Manitou Springs? Yes, actually. <laughs> the man or the word Manitou is Algonquin for spirit. So it's the spirit springs. And of course, you know, as it goes, we're talking about how there's Native Americans that have been there for hundreds of years, but of course it wasn't founded until 1871. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when it was founded, I guess that's just official, when it was founded in 1871 as a scenic health resort to attract those seeking the cure for diseases like tuberculosis and other ailments. So Manitou Springs is named, shockingly, for the springs in the area. The groundwater sits in these underwater caverns uh, below the mountains where it erodes the limestone, which actually creates carbonic acid, a.k.a. CO2, which actually carbonates the water. The carbonation then forces the water up slowly through the cracks in the ground and then absorbs the healthy minerals that the springs are known for. This process takes, like, thousands of years, so the water is free of any modern contaminants. Interesting. So it's like drinking carbonated mineral springs yes it is very very (laughs) it's very carbonated well it's okay it sounds odd so the best way i can describe it the carbonation it's like slightly effervescent the best way i can describe it is open up a can of Lacroix or perrier or something and just leave it there for like a day and then come back and drink it it's carbonated to like that amount okay kind of tastes like it too Uh uh-huh So let's dive into some of the top things that you can do in Manitou Springs. Because like we mentioned, there are a ton of awesome things to do. Initially, when you go into this town, you don't think that there are all these cool things to do because it's small. It's a very uh, compact location. But there, it just goes on and on. and And you can just find so many different things. So obviously, the first big one is the mineral springs that are there. Unlike when we were talking about our episode of Glenwood Springs, those are hot springs. The springs that come out of the mountain here are not necessarily hot. Um, Just drinking water mostly. Yeah, just drinking water. So there are actually eight different ones. And Manitou Springs, uh, there's actually a walking map that you can look at when you go through the town. And you can visit all of the little springs. And each one of them has a different type of minerals in them. uh, Obviously makes them taste a little bit different. And they all have um, different kinds of properties in them that help with ailments or at least back in the day they were prescribed by doctors for like uh, liver and kidney disease and digestive disorders and blood pressure and things like that so all all eight different springs are worth giving a try although i have tried them one of them it's not gonna happen i just can't it may be good for you but i just can't drink it it tastes so weird and it smells weird too see i don't think so i think it tastes good it tastes like i said it tastes like a flat LaCroix, but it's fine. I do remember we were up there and we were eating at a restaurant and we saw this guy walk up with his wagon and he sat there for the entire time we were eating, like 45 minutes, filling up like four or five gallon jugs. People do that all the time. Yeah. And the water is very good for you. Like I said, it has a lot of minerals and properties in it. So 
Yeah, we'll link to that uh, walking map over on our website, hashtag coloradolife.com. The mineral springs there are definitely something you want to check out. The town sits in a canyon at the foot of the mountains, making it a great scenic place and an awesome gateway to explore nature and the rugged Rocky Mountains. And it's super close to Garden of the Gods, which, in my opinion, is a must-visit place whenever you visit here. The Garden of the Gods is one of our absolute favorite places, and we'll definitely be talking about that more in a future episode. So another thing that's nearby, and I was lied to my entire childhood, I swear, (laughs) is the Manitou Cliff Dwellings. If you know what Mesa Verde is, it's down in the southwest corner of the state, and it's these literally cliff dwellings where they found these, uh, where the Native Americans that lived there found these kind of pseudo-caves or these kind of concave, yeah, concave formations in the sides of cliffs that they would actually build cities and villages into. When I was a kid, we used to always go on field trips to the cliff dwellings in Manitou Springs. And I swear, every single time we'd go, the teachers would be like, this is the only other location besides Southwest Colorado where the Native Americans built places like this. And I seriously believe that, and I spouted this information to everybody until I went this year. And I learned it's all a lie. Well, it's not all a lie. It's called Manitou Cliff Dwellings Museum. It is, but... So it's basically a big walkthrough museum of what it was like back then. It's not what they told me. Right, exactly. But it is uh, it has, it is legit stuff. It's uh, authentic, that's the word. Um, they actually did take this from a real cliff, cliff dwelling down in Cortez, Colorado, which is down there. But my entire right. childhood is a lie. Well, not the whole childhood. <laughs> but yes, uh, if it was presented as if this was authentic, when in actuality it was shipped from another location and it was created into a really cool like walkthrough uh, replica museum, that's how it should have been presented. But yes. it's still really cool. And it, you know, replicas are still really um, valuable, like even in the art world and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a real archaeological site and it's still really neat to check out. It is. So the Manitou Penny Arcade... Well, this one just speaks to my childhood again, but this is a really fun place. It is legit a penny arcade. Um, You can play hundreds of old arcade games like pinball. The arcade now has a ton of uh, rides, not not like roller coaster. We're talking like the ones that Chuck E. Cheese, you put your four-year-old in and say, look, you're on a rocket ship. There's rides, prizes, all sorts of new games with like guns and shooting, Uh, pinball, old games, skee-ball, pool, air hockey. It's all... It's, it's so cool, and like I said, it legit has places in the arcade that still take pennies, that take nickels, that take dimes, because they're just old school games. Yeah, it was really cool when my parents came to visit because we took them to the Penny Arcade. It's, it's right downtown in Manitou Springs, and uh, I'd never played Pac-Man before, so my mom and I were playing Pac-Man together, and I totally beat her majorly, by the way. What? You did? Oh, yeah. I totally smoked her. <laughs> and, and it was really fun. So, yeah, old old school games like that. Um, my dad was also gushing over it. So he is of the generation where he went through the 60s when he was in his teens and t- early 20s and stuff. So that was a really great experience for him to kind of reminisce about his life, you know, in the 60s when he was a youth and different things like that. He absolutely loved it. Another really cool attraction in the area is called the Manitou Incline. And this is a super steep hike that ascends 2,000 feet in less than a mile. And it used to be a tourist funicular, which is a double rail car system that is pulled up by a cable using a second car going in the other direction as a counterbalance. 
and this was a tourist attraction to reach the summit of the Rocky Mountains that was closed in 1958. And then the railways were washed out by 1990 rock slide. Um, this incline is actually something that I'm currently training to tackle. Um, it boasts a 40% incline with a max incline of 68%. So it is not for the faint of heart. And it is very difficult. Like when you look at it on any of the the apps or anything for trails, it is considered extremely difficult um, to tackle like a black version. And um, anyway, so it's going to be an interesting training experience to do that, but it's going to be really good. You have to really work on your your lungs, so being able to breathe at a really high altitude, and the incline, um, which is really, really steep. So a lot of people enjoy training for that and tackling it, but it is very difficult. Not everybody can, can actually complete it. One of my favorite things about that incline is the incline goes to the summit of Rocky Mountain. That's actually the name of the mountain. is Rocky Mountain in the Rocky Mountains. Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain. That's right. <laughs> so one of my favorite things to do here, and yes, it exists, and it's as ridiculous as it's about to sound, is the Emma Crawford Coffin Race. And it sounds just as you should expect. You literally race a coffin. The story goes that Emma was a musical prodigy that lived in Manitou Springs. Before she died, she requested to be buried on top of nearby Red Mountain. For some reason, they were unable to do so, so she was buried on the slope. Over time, due to erosion, the coffin came loose and she slid down the canyon in her coffin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nowadays, near Halloween, you can go to the Emma Crawford Parade and partake in the race itself, which involves one Emma and four mourners, all in costume, that have to push a coffin to the finish line. Winners include Best Entourage, Best Emma, and Best Coffin. It is said that Aunt Emma still haunts the mountainside where she was buried. Oh my goodness. I, I, we're going to talk more about that, but this whole place, it, it can be very spooky, um, or at least spooky feeling, and it is a lot of the stuff is haunted. So this is not surprising to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so everybody probably knows by now that I have a really fascinating obsession with trains. So of course, we're going to talk about the Pikes Peak Cog Railway. Um, this goes from Manitou Springs to the summit of Pikes Peak, and the first train actually reached the top in 1891, um, and it has been a tourist desti destination ever since. The Cog Railway train was actually closed in 2017 to undergo repairs, but they are planning on reopening everything in 2021 with all new equipment and um, the ability to actually become functional again. So that's one thing that I'm really excited to try. Um, like I said, when you drive into Manitou Springs, you see the Cog Railway, a part of it that was from the 1890s when they originally yeah, started this. Yeah, the old steam engine. Yeah, the old steam engine is there, and it's really cool. So I'm excited to try that out once they get everything reopened. So let's talk about some local favorites. So the, the things we talked mentioned earlier were most popular attractions or things that are really, iconic. They're very iconic for sure. Um, but we want to share some of the fun things that we love to do specifically in like what locals really enjoy about Manitou Springs. So when I was a kid, I loved the arcade. I remember requesting tons of birthday parties to actually be there. And my parents would go get like 50 bucks worth of quarters or something <laughs> and all my friends and be like all right here you go little timmy all right here you go little bobby and i wouldn't get any <laughs> but <laughs> it's very big it's it covers multiple buildings there's even an outside location 
So it's a very large penny arcade, and it is seriously like you can just let your kids go, and they can go to all different kinds of sections and areas, and it's really fun. Yeah, it is. And cheap. Yeah. So that's cool. One of my absolute favorites is called Salus, and uh, we'll link to this in the show notes too. Um, all of these things that we mentioned here, but it is they make seriously the best bath bombs you will ever find and i have tried many different kinds of bath bombs so i feel like i'm qualified to say that they are the best um they actually opened their first retail location in manitou springs in 2007 so they've been around for quite a while and they're locally owned by a family who lives in fort collins um so they have another location that they opened up later in fort collins all of their ingredients are organic and you can actually go into the store Choose your own scent, or it can be unscented. You can choose your own product of bath products or whatever. It can be bath salts or even lotions, all kinds of stuff. And you can put your own scents into them. You can create, like, customized bath products. Um, And I actually have sensitive skin, and so their products do not irritate my skin. I love all their essential oils. It's really an amazing store, and I absolutely love their products. Couldn't recommend them enough. Is it like going and being a kid, and you would, uh go to the soda machine and you'd get a little bit of every single soda. Should you do should you do that with the scents and just like make a mishmash? They actually have them behind the counter. Oh. You have to tell them what you <laughs> want it infused with. Um, but you can go over and choose your bottle size, the scent that you want and whatever you want in there. It can be aloe, it can be um, you know, coconut oil, like whatever. So it's just like a, a DIY. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. So The Loop is a actually Mexican restaurant uh, that is up in Manitou, and it's right on the main street. It was uh, built in 1903, and it was originally a place that served wild game. So you could go, you could bring in your bear, you could bring in your elk, your deer, and any other kind of weird game meat that you shot in the surrounding mountains, and they barbecued it in the back for you. Um, the barbecue is actually still out there, but they don't use it today, which is a bummer. But the food is still super duper good and it was actually named the loop because there was a trolley that went from colorado springs all the way up to manitou springs and right around the building was where it it looped around to head back down so that's where it gets its name and actually the loop won the gold award in 2014 and 2015 for best margarita in the pikes peak area and they do have a pretty good margarita and you get them in the size of like a bathtub too which (laughs) pretty fun yeah it's a giant you're dancing on the table next thing you know (laughs) oh gosh no they have really good stuff and it is authentic mexican food like uh yeah there we go and napoles yeah napoles yes (laughs) so another favorite of ours is the colorado custard company it is this very small little easy to miss um custard ice cream place technically it's not ice cream but you know custard ice cream and frozen treat frozen custard treat yes and it's really good but one question i want to know is what is the difference between frozen custard and ice cream so ice cream it's all in the process of how it's made um it's still very similar it uses the same ingredients but i think it's just in different uh quantities for each one uh frozen custard is usually creamier um i think it's churned a lot slower so there's less air in it while ice cream is churned at like a higher rate. And I think that frozen custard actually uses um, more eggs mm-hmm. rather than just using a lot more cream. So it uh, actually isn't served as like a ridiculously cold treat. It's kind of served just around freezing and it stays 
that way for a really long time because it's so dense. It's really creamy, really delicious, and very rich. One interesting factoid is that they actually stay open if the weather is above 40 degrees and as long as there's no snow on the ground. So you can get ice cream any time of year. Or should I say frozen custard any time of year? There you go. Another sweets place, so I mean, I love sweets, but who doesn't love chocolate? And that's Patsy's Chocolates and Gift Shop. This is actually the only permanent open air concession stand in Colorado. And they serve uh, gourmet popcorn, which has been famous since 1903, and some of the best saltwater taffy ever. It actually really is super duper good popcorn. It is just this white popcorn that is perfect. I don't know how they do it, but it's so good. They have lots of other old school candies and old fashioned type candy stuff, so it's very nostalgic too. Kind of going back to the Emma Crawford uh, thing where we were talking about her being haunting the side of the mountain. Since Manitou Springs is kind of a historical place, it usually goes hand in hand with a lot of like ghost stories and haunted houses and kind of being like a, you know, an old place where it has that kind of stuff that seems to happen. Um, two places that really come to mind are the Marmont Castle and the Cliff House, which are these really enormous, really they kind of are castles in the mountains, but they were built right at the turn of the century, at the end of the 1890s or so, and they've been there for so long and they've endured like fires and stuff that they seem to have a lot of paranormal activity, or so they say them. So if that's your jam and you want to check it out, go there. There's, there's lots to do. Lots of ghost hunting tours, uh, ghost hunting experiences. So if you're, yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, they're really cool. Even when you walk by them in the middle of the day, they do look like the house has a story. Yeah. Even if it's not necessarily a haunted one, they're really cool and historic to look at. Definitely. Okay, I think that pretty much sums up this episode. Um, at the end of every show, we like to end with a tip for finding free or affordable activities in Colorado. So as we mentioned, you can actually bring up a wagon full of empty water bottles or gallons of water and get free mineral water from Manitou Springs at any one of the natural springs in the city. And there are eight different ones to choose from. Some of them taste better or worse or different than other ones. So bring a cup. Take a drink with your hands, whatever you'd like to do, and have uh, a drink of the mineral springs. Seriously, though, I mean, they're full of minerals that your body will love, even if it tastes weird or maybe smells a little weird. <laughs> All right, that pretty much sums up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. To learn more about this episode and the resources that we shared, visit our website, hashtag coloradolife.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. It really helps us get discovered by new listeners, and we really love to hear what episodes you all enjoy. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, get out there and explore our beautiful state. 